time to go back down the mole hole with Randy Molman on 590 The Fan, KFNS, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. Welcome back to the mole hole, everybody. My name is Randy Molman. Let me tell you about my friends real quick at Provision Living St. Louis Hills. Provision Living St. Louis Hills offers the best assisted living and memory care services in the area. Their team is experienced and they do all they can to create an environment where people are loved, inspired, and thriving. At Provision Living, they love their food. We think you will too. Each day, the residents enjoy three delicious meals that are freshly prepared and served by their friendly staff. Provision Living offers a variety of activities such as weekly happy hours, Extensive exercise programs like chair yoga and therapy services and an on-site chapel offering both Catholic mass and non-denominational service. Call 314-647-6600. See for yourself everything that Provision Living at St. Louis Hills has to offer. I've said it before. I'll say it every week. I'll say it as many times as I can. I'll shout it from the rooftops. Uh, When my dad, when we had to put my dad in assisted living the last year of his life, We went around to various assisted living facilities, interviewed the staff. Yes, we interviewed the staff, and that's my recommendation to you. Don't let them interview you about your loved one. You interview them. And for us, we chose Provision Living St. Louis Hills for my dad because of the people that worked there. We were very, very impressed with the care he got, with the care they showed during our interview process. And... We could not have been happier with the way they treated him, the way they cared for him the last year of his life. And it was hard to care for him. My dad was was deaf, deaf his whole life, and he had Parkinson's disease, so he had specific um, things that you had to to take into account when you were caring for him. And they did it, and they were awesome. So call my friends. If you are looking for a place for your loved one, Provision Living, St. Louis Hills, 314-647-6600. All right, let's do Head Scratchers. It's time for Head Scratchers. A little prince for your Friday morning. I love it. Matt Davis, I love it. All right, it's Head Scratchers time. I don't have very many Head Scratchers today. And I'm a little late to the party for my first Head Scratcher. There was a lot of angst in Cardinal Nation about, after the fact, about Mark McGuire making it into the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. The funny part is, is fans are the ones who voted him in. But then after the fact, fans complained that he got voted in. He's a steroid user. He cheated. I scratch my head at the nonsense that it has become in terms of recognizing what the, the a certain group of players did during the steroid era. And I'll tell you why. There's a bigger picture here for me. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa brought baseball back during their home run chase. Crowds were thinner. Work stoppages had happened. People were sick and tired of 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 the 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 joke that was Major League Baseball for a while. 
And then back in the late 90s, McGuire and Sosa going on that epic home run chase brought crowds and interest back to the game. For me, these guys who juiced, if they're... if they've got the numbers required to get into the real Hall of Fame, not just the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame, they should be strongly considered and they should be put in. Guys like Barry Bonds, A-Rod will be eligible in a few years, Sammy Sosa, Jim Tomey has 612 home runs, Rafael Palmero, 3,000 hits, 569 home runs, Manny Ramirez, over 550 home runs. Sorry. I don't care that they juiced, and I didn't care. I never really cared that much that they juiced. And I, the reason I this is part of my head scratcher segment is because I am scratching my head in confusion as to the stance of Major League Baseball during that time. No one talks about how Major League Baseball turned and looked the other way during the home run chase. During the crowds coming back to the game, during ratings going up because of Sosa and McGuire, they didn't seem to care when these guys were bringing money back to the ballparks. They didn't seem to care when TV ratings went through the roof on a Saturday afternoon when it was Cubs Cardinals in August. They didn't seem to care, did they? And now they're villains and Major League Baseball I get it. The Hall of Fame is a different entity. It's not a Major League Baseball-owned entity. I get it. But these same writers who lauded McGuire and Sosa, who wrote about them, who followed them, who brought interest back to help bring interest back to the game, have now vilified these guys as villains because they juiced and they took steroids. How about this? It was not illegal in Major League Baseball to take steroids at the time. They weren't breaking the rules of Major League Baseball. That came after all of this. Yes, it was breaking the law because it is illegal to take those drugs. But for some inexplicable reason... It was not outlawed by Major League Baseball. They were playing within the rules. And now they're being punished for not being considered for the Hall of Fame. Clemens, Bonds, A-Rod will fall into that same category. Sosa, McGuire, Palmero. They are all going to be punished for doing something that wasn't illegal in the game. The reason I say that, because a lot of you out there will say I'm crazy, and a lot of you out there will say they clearly cheated and they gave themselves an advantage, but they gave themselves an advantage when it wasn't illegal to do so at the time. And here's the other thing. I want to expose Major League Baseball for the farce they were back then. It was a farce. They loved the home runs. They love the money coming back to baseball. They love the ballparks filling up. They love the TV ratings. They loved interest in their game. They certainly didn't care about the juicing going on 
at the time. But now they stand up and they say that these guys don't belong in the Hall of Fame. Major League Baseball is culpable. They allowed it to happen. So don't poo-poo McGuire getting in the St. Louis Hall of Fame. Some of you might poo-poo it because he was only here, what, three years? But what he did for the city, what he did for the game of baseball, what he and Sosa did to bring interest and energy back to the game. I don't care that McGuire's in the St. Louis Hall of Fame. I don't. I don't. And to tell you the truth, I want all these other guys to get in. These known juicers. I want them to get in because I want Major League Baseball to at least be culpable in the fact that they allowed these guys to do it. They didn't stop them at the time. And in fact, all the commercials. How about the Mark McGuire commercial about chicks dig the long ball? All I mean, come on. It was glor- they were glorified at the time. The spotlight was on them. Major League Baseball loved it. That was their product. But then when they found out they did the steroids, oh, we are so disappointed. These guys don't belong in the Hall of Fame. They cheated. Technically, they didn't cheat. It wasn't part of the rules in Major League Baseball at the time. I want to expose Major League Baseball for the farce that they are. I hope these guys get in the Hall of Fame. And I hope they're in a wing that's titled the farce (laughs) Major League Baseball. The executives, Bud Selig, that ran the sport at the time were a joke. They certainly didn't care when these guys were drilling bombs over fences at record paces when steroids were not technically illegal in the game. Such a contradiction. Major League Baseball deserves to to, uh, take some of that medicine as well. These guys are going to suffer. Major League Baseball should suffer. Their image should should be tarnished. Their image should suffer because they allowed it to happen. These guys played by the rules at that time. Sorry. I know that's an unpopular opinion. Albert Pujols has gotten a lot of talk this week here on the local airwaves because he's approaching 600 home runs. He's about to hit 600. Going into last night, I didn't look to see if he hit one last night, but going into last night, he had 599, and it's been very quiet. His 600 home run chase has been very quiet. He's going to hit, he's going to get over 3,000 hits as well. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's never been tied to steroids, so he'll get in. But Albert Pujols, one of the greatest offensive players in the history of the game. He's ninth on the all-time list. He'll catch Sosa, he'll catch Tomei this year, and he'll pass Ken Griffey Jr. probably next year. Say what you will about Albert Pujols. His batting average isn't what it was when he was in St. Louis. He doesn't draw as many walks. He strikes out more. But he still drives in runs, and he still hits home runs. But here's why I'm scratching my head at Albert Pujols and those talking about how quiet it is 
with him approaching 600. I'll tell you why it's quiet. Because Albert Pujols chased the money and left the Cardinals and went to a team that is absolutely irrelevant. The Angels? What kind of history do the Angels have? They're irrelevant. That is an irrelevant baseball franchise. Except for Mike Trout, the Angels don't get any coverage. Back when Pujols left, I remember him saying in the days and years up to him leaving, he had always said, always, consistently, money is not the most important thing. This I'm paraphrasing, of course. Money is not the most important thing to me. Um, It's not the end-all, be-all. I do deserve a, a contract, but I do also consider playing for a team that's historically good, a team that consistently puts winners on the field, and a team that's always playing for championships in front of big crowds. Those are things he said leading up to free agency after the 2011 season. And then what did he do? He chased the money. He didn't go to a historically good franchise. He didn't go to a historical franchise that fills the stadium. He didn't go to an organization that consistently puts winners on the field. He chased the money. And that's fine. He, Out of any player in baseball, he deserved it. I don't begrudge him for chasing the money. I mean, by all accounts, he probably left, what, 40 to 60 million on the table by going to uh, the, the Angels? Or... He would have left 40 to 60 million on the table had he stayed in St. Louis. And the number of years were going to be less. I mean, how many of us would leave 40 to 60 million dollars on the table? Let's be honest. So I don't begrudge him for chasing the money. He just went complete opposite what he had told everyone he was he would consider when he was going to sign that contract. I've said from the very beginning, I hope Albert Pujols continues to put up stats. I hope he continues to hit home run after home run. I hope he gets to 700 home runs. I hope he gets well over 3,000 hits. I am always an Albert Pujols fan. One of the great moments in Cardinal history was that home run he hit in Houston off of Brad Lidge in the top of the ninth inning in the playoffs when Brad Lidge was unhittable at that time. That was one of the great cardinal moments of my lifetime. I will always be thankful we had Albert Pujols. I will always be thankful that he played 11 years here and I got to see him play. I will always be thankful for um, just the, the, the highlight after highlight he brought to our city. And the 2006 and 2011 World Series championships that he was a huge part of, of course. I love Albert Pujols, the Cardinal, the player. And I will root for him to put up numbers for the rest of his career. However, I will never root for him to win a championship. I hope he retires in the next five years or four years or whatever it is that's left on his contract. I hope he retires never having won another title. And I bet you if you sat Albert Pujols down at a bar right now and poured a couple of drinks down his uh, throat, he would tell you that he has some regret about leaving the Cardinals. One, because of the success of the organization, the, the crowds, the people. And two, 
because Albert Pujols is not getting the recognition that I'm sure he thinks he deserves, and he does deserve, for the feats that he is accomplishing offensively. And it's because he left and went to an irrelevant franchise. He chased the money into irrelevancy. Good for you, Albert. I'm glad you're making that 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 money. I'm glad you signed the 10-year contract. Good for you. You're set for life a hundred times over. You deserved it. But this is a great story of the grass isn't always greener when you're sitting at home in October. So good luck to Albert Pujols, and may you always be sitting home in October. Those were head scratchers. You're listening to The Mole Hole on 590 The Fan, 1057 HD2FM, InsideSTL.com. When we come back here at the top of the hour, stand-up comedian and my buddy Bryce Stanley joins me next.